And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you've got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Darren Fay. Anthony Finity comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colm Kyle hitting Finity. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Garrity and neither the football champions. Hello listeners and welcome to a very special We Are Mead podcast. I'm joined by Davey Rusman as always and uh, Davey, we are delighted to be able to bring to our listeners our team of the week. It's going to be the We Are Mead Proactive Risk Control Team of the Week. Delighted to have Stephen Baxter from Proactive Risk Control um, coming on to sponsor the team of the week and delighted as well to announce that he will be giving a €50 gift voucher for the Player of the Week as well. Again, sponsored by Proactive Risk Control for all your health and safety needs, consultancy and training. And you can get Stephen Baxter on, Stephen at prc.ie. His mobile number is 087-412-7603. And of course, the website is www.prc.ie. And Davey, we can't thank him enough because this is a brilliant initiative. It's a brilliant idea. And it's going to bring a little bit of prestige to the the, the club footballer in me. Absolutely, and well deserved. And it's it's something that it's going to enable us to do every championship weekend, Mickey, or after every championship weekend, and probably a fitting sponsor, you know, for for the likes of ourselves that it's risk control, um, and it's you and me. So <laughs> we, we may need Stephen along the line ourselves. But uh, look, thanks a million to Stephen for coming on board. It it, it really is brilliant, and. Um, can't wait to get stuck into this first one, Nick. Yeah, they specialise in claims management and uh, risk surveying. And uh, if, again, if you want to go to their um, their website, it is www.prc.ie. And again, we want to thank Stephen Baxter for enabling us, as we said, to bring you our team of the week. So, Davey, I think it's about time we got stuck into it. And... Uh, the PRC, or Proactive Risk Control Team of the Week. We're going to start off with a goalkeeper, of course, and we're number one on our first Proactive Risk Control Team of the Week is, Davey. We've given this to Dylan Scully from St. Bridget's, Mickey, and, uh, you know, it's probably fair to say that Bridget's wouldn't get much recognition or their players mightn't even, and, and the type of players that would, you know, usually the likes of Michael Flood and Joe Blake and the likes, but this guy, um, he's... He's a defender transformed into a goalkeeper and he answered the call. He played centre-back for them last year and, and, and played really well. Very good outfield player, but he's, he's just turned into one of the um, superb up-and-coming goalkeepers in the county and uh, he's been performing ever so well this year to date in league and he's taken that into championship. And at the weekend, he, he saved a stunning penalty from Kilmaine and Wood in that Really tight one six to seven victory. I believe his kickouts were spot on as well, and he made a couple of other saves. Um, and and look at there was some 
really good displays between the sticks. You know, I, we came up against Slane at the weekend and Darren Barrell um, in the goals for them was magnificent. His kickouts even came up and kicked two points. But the reason I'm going for Dylan Scully is he made a match-winning save from the penalty. Had that gone in, Kilmainham would have came out and won by a point. Um, so I just feel that, you know, in such a tight game, goalkeepers don't often come out with much credit. But I think it's, it's vitally important that he was picked in this team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and number one on our proactive risk control team of the week is Dylan Scully from St. Bridget's. We're going to go to cornerback and where number two for our first team of the week, Davey, is. Giving it to the young Simonstown man, Josh Carlin, uh, Mickey. He was a captain in the under-17s last year and he's progressed excellently to, to go on and make his full championship debut for Simonstown at the weekend against Screen and put in a very solid shift at cornerback. Incidentally, or coincidentally, he was marking his um, former teammate from that, that under-17 team, Niall Finnerty, and I think it's fair to say he got the better of him, um, keeping him scoreless from play. Um, I think Niall just clipped over one free. Um, so an excellent all-round display from Josh Carlin. He's so versatile as well, Mickey, and it's something you've probably seen you know, from him in underage, that he's very comfortable playing in the middle of the field or anywhere in the backs. I'd say you could even put him in the half-forward line. Um, but Simon Senna found a position for my corner back in the absence of Shane Gallagher, Gallagher as well. I mean, big shoes to fill, but my word, what, what a debut um, for the young man. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, um, when you consider that Shane Gallagher was out and it was Josh Carlin's uh, championship debut, it was an excellent championship de debut. He's a Rolls Royce of a footballer. He just, you know, he was so calm. Cool, calm, and collected on the ball uh, on the weekend for Simonstown, and was one of their standout players on a day when 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 Simonstown just did enough to get over screen, um, and and didn't have too many standout players, but he really was one of the players that stood out on the day, considering his age and everything. So number two on our proactive risk control team of the week for uh, for round one of the championship is Josh Carlin from Simonstown. We're going to go to our full back, Davian. Who have we picked for full back? This is an interesting one, Mickey, because this guy didn't start at full-back, but he finished there by the end of the, the night. And um, I think it's testament to him that he actually ended up here purely because he picked up Kevin Ross, uh, Castletown Dangerman, um, on the 40. And it's Shane Whitty from Blackhall Gales. He's a hurler with the, the Meet Senior Hurling team, um, but he's a very well-established and accomplished footballer as well and did a magnificent job on Ross. You know, we've, we've seen Kevin Ross in the last couple of years win games on his own, you know, and single-handedly pull games out of the fire for Castletown. But Shane Whitty picked him up and he was given the job to follow him wherever he went. Castletown with Rusty Tiernan probably thought that by putting Kevin Ross inside, it might free him up a little bit. It might get him away from Shane Whitty. Shane Whitty went into the full-back line with him, you know, stuck hand-in-hand hand with him. I think Ross got two points, possibly one from play. But overall, you know, to, to limit Kevin Ross to just a point on any given day is, is serious going. And um, Shane Whitty, he might, he might start at fullback as the next day. Yeah, yeah, he definitely could after that performance. And uh, well done to Shane Whitty uh, from Blackhall Gales, making it on to our team of the week at fullback. Well done to everybody in Blackhall Gales. They're really going well at the moment. And great to see it. Uh, we're going to move on to our second cornerback. We're number four on our first proactive risk control team of the week is... It's a hickey from Town. Unfortunately for Niall, it's not him, but it is indeed Paul. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm sure they've probably seen it before before they've listened to it, so they'll know. But it, this guy had a, had a stormer at the weekend, Mickey. He was tasked with picking up the, the superstar that is Shane Walsh for Nafina. 
and uh, what a job he did on him, you know, limiting him to just a point on the night. Um, in that absolutely brilliant win for Town, you have to say. Yeah. We kind of talked about upsets over the weekend. It was a minor upset. You know, I don't think many people, they probably said it was a 60-40 game in favour of Nafina. Nobody was overly surprised by Town winning. But, you know, without Joe Sheridan and that, it probably makes it all the more impressive. And had it not been for Carl Hickey's influence on uh, minimising the influence of Shane Walsh, I don't think that win would have been possible, really, because we've all seen what Shane Walsh is capable of on a county scene on the big day. Like, look back to Kerry last year, you know, in the Super 8. Shane Walsh was, you know, unbelievable. Kerry couldn't deal with him. So, for, for Carl Hickey, a young man who probably has aspirations of getting in involved with me in the coming years you know that won't do him any harm at all and it won't do him any harm getting on our team of the week as well yeah, absolutely and well done to Carl Hickey from Centerstown wonderful performance and uh, it's not every day that uh, Shane Walsh is, is stopped in the way he was well done Carl Hickey making it to our second cornerback position we're number four for week one of our team of the week now moving on to our first of our wing backs wearing number five Davey, who have we picked for this one? We've gone for Kevin Trainer here, Mickey. Um, and I've done a little bit of switcheroo here because he, he lined out at midfield. Now, is, he's at home in the half-back line. That's where, he, that's where he plays, and that's his number one love and grah. However, he, he contributed one three. And, and I was speaking to Davey Cahillin at the trim game on, um, on Sunday, who's, who's obviously his manager at Sydney. And he couldn't speak highly enough of the guy. And, you know, Kev's previously been annoyed with us, Mickey, about us writing off Sidden. And, of course, typically enough, didn't we write them off at the weekend against Oldcastle? And, you know, they <laughs> upset the odds. So I think it's only about right that probably Kevin gets some recognition along with his uh, Sidden teammates for that, you know, incredible win against Oldcastle. Um, what a start for them. But, again, what a powerhouse of a display from Kevin Trainer. Be interesting to see, does he... Does he revert back to the half-back line or, or will he stay at midfield or, or what's, the, what's the plan with him? But again, he's so versatile. Probably similar to Josh Carlin, as we talked about. You could, you could switch him and put him anywhere that. Um, he's, he's a really, really good player. And, you know, he's adding scoring to his game now. So those signs are ominous. And as I say, when you talk about Sydney, you always kind of look at the rows. But it's, it's great that they have another option now to kind of chip in and, and other teams can worry about somebody else. So Kev Trainers gets the number five jersey for us, mate. Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and well-earned, well-deserved. Kevin Trainer in at number five from Sydney on our team of the week. We're going to go to centre-back on, on our proactive risk control team of the week. It is going to be wearing the number six jersey, Davey Risman. Not you, but who is it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Shawnee Curran. And I promise to the <laughs> listeners, we're not just kind of, you know, making up to people for what we previously done. Shawnee, I think, was a little bit... Male Column Kill Best 10 in recent weeks, but uh, you know, maybe we might revisit that after this performance at the weekend. Look at he picked up Graham Riley, and uh, Graham Riley's not on the county scene anymore, but everybody knows what Graham Riley has in the locker and what he's capable of doing if he's let do it. Um, but he wasn't. <laughs> Shawnee Curran absolutely, you know, stuck it to him at the weekend, and uh, particularly Biggie started well. You know, he kicked an early point, and I was kind of thinking that'll settle him into his stride. and he, could go on and kick four or five points and let you know really kicks and column kills on but Shawnee Curran really grabbed hold of the game from centre back and not only did he just mark Graham Riley but he also got on enough ball himself to set up plenty of attacks for Kells one freeze got a few assists as well for scores and 
you know, at, at six, I was a little, there was a couple of eyebrows raised when people looked at the team sheet and seen him there, and, and particularly when he was marking Graham Riley. But I have to say, he put in such an accomplished um, performance there and uh, really, I think, thoroughly deserves his spot there at, at centre-back. Yeah, definitely. Thoroughly deserved, as you said. Shawnee Curran of Gail Cullen Kill going in at number six, centre-back on our first team of the week. Our second wing-back wearing number seven, Davey, who have we picked for this one? Yeah, we've got another Simonstown man in here, Mickey, so good representation from, from your own club. But uh, we, we've decided to go for Mark Gardner here. Um, obviously, a guy who's really upped his game this year, probably in no small part to his county involvement with, with Antrim, as previously we've, we've discussed on the We Are Mead podcast. And um, he, got an, he got a hugely important goal. And, you know, you look at the game as a whole between Simonstown and Screen, and Simonstown were probably cruising at one stage coming up, and probably were cruising at halftime, 10 2, I think it was. And, and Screen fought back in the second half. And in the end, that goal was pretty key to the overall outcome. It would have been a lot more nervous in the last five minutes for Simonstown had Gardner not popped up with that goal. And, you know, he's a player that I'd be interested to get your opinion on, Mickey, because he, he really has moved his game on to the next level in recent times. Like, he was a good player, obviously, all the time, but he's really kicked on now and he's turning into a focal point in that Simonstown back line. Yeah, Marky Gardner has put in a massive effort over the last three years to get himself into the shape that he's in, to get that call up to the Antrim uh, 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 County team as well. You know, he, he, he stood out on, on, on Sunday afternoon against Screen. He was always available, making runs up the field and... He was always making himself available when, when, when Simonson had the ball around the middle third. Okay, he, he mightn't have had the best defensive display uh, that he's ever had. I know there's plenty more in him, but his engine was what just kept going and going and going. And as you said, that goal was at a very, very vital uh, uh, time in the match. Um, and the way he took it, absolutely brilliant. Came off the shoulder like a steam train, ran at the defence, Feigned to hand pass the ball out to his left-hand side, uh, a bit like Owen Mulligan against Dublin. Maybe not that good, but it was one of those uh, feigns to, to, to hand pass the ball and then slot the pass to keeper right in the corner. The goalkeeper had no chance. So purely for, for, for his work ethic on the day and, and, and never stopped going and that really, really important goal because it really was the, the, what, what knocked the wind out of the sail for, for screen when they were really in their pump coming back at Simonson. And I think that just was the final nail in the coffin. Mark Gardner gets our wing-back position, our final wing-back position um, for our team of the week. Well done to Mark Gardner from Simonson. We're going to go on to the midfield sector, Davey, and there was a lot of great performances over the weekend at midfield. But we're going to go to number eight, and who is our first midfielder on the proactive risk control team of the week for round one? I think this was probably one of the easier decisions to make and um, it's often difficult when you look at the whole, you only have two positions to pick in midfield and generally you have to try and keep it with traditional midfielders but there was no way this guy wasn't getting in. Uh, Dermot McCabe from Summerhill gets in at eight and um, a colossus of a performance I have to say in midfield. He really, really took responsibility and led by example and um, I was worried about Summerhill when I seen that Davy Dalton was missing. He is he is the inspirational, influential figure in the middle of the field. He makes them tick. They look up to him for information all the time. And in his absence, I have to say, for such a young player, the, fact, the way that Dermot McCabe grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck, took it to Manalvi, kicked four points. 
I, mm. I, to be honest with you, I didn't think Dermot McCabe had that in his locker. I'll be brutally honest with you. Um, but kicked four excellent points, set up numerous other attacks, got through a mountain of work in the midfield as well. And, um, you know, particularly with his, with his dad, you know, as manager and that, it, it can bring its own pressures. We've seen that in different scenarios too. But I have to say, it was such a mature um, performance from him. I was delighted for him. And he was a major facet in getting Summerhill over the line in a, in a titanic battle against their neighbours, Manalvi. Yeah, we saw it in fits and spurts from Dermot McCabe last year. Um, you know, um, he probably wasn't able to bring consistency to it. But, you know, he's started off this year's championship in flying form, kicking four points from play from midfield. You know, there's not too many midfielders that will do that and not in senior championship either. And for such a young man, well-deserved, Dermot McCabe goes in at number eight um, uh, on our team of the week. We'll go to number nine. And who's joining him in the middle of the field? Who have we decided, David? We've gone for David O'Leary here, and it's not the former Ireland and Arsenal man, but um, it's, it's the Kilbride man who's got the nod here at number nine to, to partner Jeremy McCabe. Um, gave an exhibition, and that's the only way I can describe it. If, if you go on and check our friends, Me Daily TV out and, and look back on the highlight reel for, for David O'Leary, it's easy to see why we've picked him in this, Mickey. He, he kicked eight points. Um, I think three or four of those are frees and, and probably four from play. But there was so much more than that. The high fielding, the distribution, the tackling, the work rate, the intensity he brought to the game. And granted, they were playing a weaker drum Condra side, but he was playing Stephen Crosby, a guy who, who probably is one of the finer club footballers in the county over the last 10 years. And he really gave him his fill of it. This is one of the young players that have been coming through Kilbride in the last couple of years. And it's a watershed moment for him and indeed his teammates. They're suddenly looking to have a win under the belt. They're playing St Mary's next week. Great opportunity to make it two from two and really go into that Dunsany game and the last group game with, with, the, with the view to maybe getting through to a semi-final and upsetting the apple cart. And he'll be integral to that. He needs to perform uh, consistently like he did last weekend. And I have no doubt he's a young man, but he's a very mature player, even for his age. Um, so David O'Leary gets in here, a bit of a shoe in as well, I have to say. Yeah, there was no doubt about it. Like he, he put in a, an absolutely colossus of a, a performance on the weekend for Kilbride over Drum Condrit. And, you know, big win for them. But like, you know, they scored 120. He still scored, scored eight of that 120. So for, for a midfielder to chip in with eight points is absolutely fantastic. And as you said, he got through a mountain of work apart from um, uh, those eight scores as well. Well done to uh, David O'Leary from Kilbride for making our proactive risk control team of the week at number nine. Okay, and we're going to move on to our half-forward line now, Davey. And the first of our half-forwards, where in number 10, who have we decided? We've given it to uh, the ginger uh, Messi, Oren Meehan. He's, the, he's small in stature, but big in heart. And uh, he, he put in a, a remarkable performance, I have to say. Um, against, against St. Pat's to get to put St. Michael's in that winning position. He kicked eight points on the night, Mickey, seven from play in probably not the highest of scoring game. So probably in stark contrast to some of the other players we might get to that were involved in huge scoring games and maybe they won by big enough margins. There's players who we've left out of this team who have probably scored more than them on the weekend, but they've won by a lot more. Yeah. Oren Meehan was... Was I was talking to Davy Wright several times over the weekend about this, and not only did he kick the seven points, but he set up numerous other scores, one other freeze, worked his socks off. But 
he's really added the scoring to his game. We've we seen him in action with the Mead Juniors last year, and he's such a selfless player. But it's great to see him kind of getting rewarded with the scores now. Um, he went on a run. I think he scored five or six points in a row or something like that. Um, he is a wonderful left foot as well. And uh, he's comfortable playing anywhere in that forward line, but he just slots in nicely at number 10. We've got him in with the left boot as well, so he'll be delighted he's on that side. Yeah, there's not too many players who would score eight points against St. Pat's. St. Pat's obviously coming down from senior championship last year, and there wasn't too many senior players who were able to kick eight points against uh, 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 that St. Pat's uh, team. And the St. Pat's normally keep the scores quite low from the opposing team. So Oren Meehan to kick eight points in that game uh, it's a wonderful return and Ormeen wears the number 10 on our proactive risk control team of the week. We're going to centre forward now, Davey, and uh, who have we picked for centre forward? We've gone for a big fierce reward here from the Wolf Tones, Mickey at 11, and uh, brilliant to see him back to his best. Um, we've probably only seen glimpses of it, to be honest with you, in the last number of years, and he's been plagued with injuries. He's been kind of in and out of the county scene as well but he's had a really really hard time of it to be fair um, but it was brilliant to see him you know getting back to the form that we know he's very capable of probably stretching back to his Mead minor days the, the year Mead got to the All-Ireland final um, with Andy McEntee at the helm that was when I probably would associate Fierke Ward for being as best and most injury free and everything he's been playing since but three goals and a point it's, it's a very unusual score and the 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 hat-trick, I think, came in the, all came in the first half as well. So he did his damage early on and probably wrapped the game up after 20, 25 minutes. And after that, it was just game management setting in for Wolf Jones and they were happy to just keep the scoreboard ticking and, and you know, get the win against Curaha, which was hugely important because you think back to last year and that nightmare they had against Curaha Mickey in Navan. And their year collapsed after that. The, the two years went different, different directions. Curaha suddenly went up and got to a preliminary quarterfinal and Wolf Tones edited up in relegation trouble. So it was hugely important that they arrested or, you know, and, and Wardy had a huge influence in that. He was helped by his brother and, and Thomas O'Reilly and Sarah O'Finnegan and Niall O'Reilly and players like that. But, you know, any day a guy gets three goals, particularly in senior football, you know firsthand how difficult that is. It, it's hard to get a hat-trick any day in junior D probably, but to get it in senior, I think, you know, it would have been a travesty had he been left out of this team. Yeah, and, you know, I listened to this game on the radio, spoken to a few people, and he, he was such a thorn in the side for Curahan in that first half. And, you know, he, he was just such a danger. Getting his three goals, that really put an end to that game. And uh, some of our uh, Wolf Tones were able to go on and comfortably win it in the end. Um, I mentioned for maybe Porrick McKeever here from Simonson Gales, kicked eight points from centre-forward on the weekend, had a massive game for Simonson, was was so consistent, was one of the few players that stood out on the day. We did mention already that um, Josh Carlin had a great game at cornerback. Paul McKeever, very unlucky um, not to make it, was was excellent on his freeze on the weekend and, uh, you know, could, could easily have been in there um, uh, as well uh, at number 11. But vehicle awards, three goals in that first half off from play just really seals that centre-half forward position. We'll move on now to our last of our half forwards. It's wearing number 12. And uh, Davey, who have we gone for at number 12? Well, it's a Kilmaine man, Mickey, so it can only be one man. Um, and it's not Mickey Newman. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's Dylan Morgan. And I'm delighted because 
you know, so often probably, and rightly so, Mickey gets the credit when Kilmaine and win, and, and he obviously typically plays well. But I think he was just a little bit outshone by this young man um, who's been, you know, he's been fabulous over the last 12 to 18 months. I've seen it firsthand in some of the performances he's put in. He was overlooked for the under-20s this year. Um, not sure I agree with it, to be honest, which I think he should have been definitely on the, in the meet under twenty squad. But, you know, lads have their, their reasons and everything like that. But he hasn't let it affect him. In fact, he's probably taken it and it, it's drove him on, you know, to perform even better than he has. He shared 2-9 of the two eleven tally for Kilmainham with Mickey Newman. And he contributed one five, one four of that came from play with Mickey Newman contributing the other one four and a couple of frees along with it. But uh, he's so direct, he's so accurate. He's he's a real team player as well. He's loves it out there. He he likes obviously playing inside or can play inside as well. But the the chemistry and um, you know the connection that he's established, I suppose, with Mickey Newman and the relationship that's been formed there is going to serve Kilmaine and well. And, and I just feel like a team that probably didn't pick up a championship win last year, getting such a magnificent win against Dundry, it was probably important that we marked it and got a Kilmainham player in there somewhere. A word for Brendan McKeown from Beliver, I have to say. He scored 1-9, Mickey. Um, imagine scoring 1-9 and get, not getting in the team of the week. But such <laughs> is the quality of forwards that we, like, we'll probably never have this problem again. Like, just looking through some of the scores and a guy get, that gets 7, 8 points, 1-9, whatever not getting in so he's desperately unlucky but I just feel that in, in the tight game particularly when only himself and Mickey kind of carried the scoring power for Kilmainham that it's only right that Dylan Morgan got in Yeah of course Beliver beating Boards Mill 3-16 to 2-14 in their massively high scoring game um, so it kind of his 1-9 kind of looks uh, it looks small exactly, when you look at the yeah. full yeah exactly when you look at the the, the, the whole score as a whole um, 25 points um, we're going to move on so Dylan Morgan completes our half forward line Dylan Morgan from Kilmainham and uh, we're going to move on now to the full forward line in the proactive risk control team of the week and we're number 13 Davey who have we gone for here? We've gone for James Conlon Mickey the, the Banty uh, from St. Colm Kills who put on um an exhibition. A sublime, an, yeah. a sublime exhibition or masterclass of shooting on Saturday evening in Drumcondra against Gail Column Kill. And, and unfortunately, he has nothing to show for it, but a spot in the team of the week, in fairness. <laughs> so, uh, I, I suppose that's the least he could get because uh, his performance was, was absolutely tremendous. Um, as I said before, you know, with Biggie only contributing a point, I don't think Ben Brennan scored. David Bell is a young minor in there who did well. But James Conlon was just on a different level to anyone on the field. And I'd include all the Kells lads in that, you know. And there was a couple of great performances for Gail Colin Gill as well, obviously. Yeah. But he was the outstanding player on the pitch um, on Saturday and deserved, didn't deserve to be on a losing team. The points he kicked off left and right foot, uh, seven in total, I think it was. Could have had another four or five as well. He, he, you know, he had a couple of wides and a couple of drop shorts. But, but he was getting in the positions time and time again. He was taking on his man. He was taking on the responsibility. Um, winning dirty ball as well. It's probably something that we haven't always seen from him. You know, showing good strength in the tackle, you know, for a small man. But uh, he's a player that I'm pleased to see that he's starting to drive on now and, you know, taking the game to the next level. We all know the quality he has from a very young age. 
and then people kind of ask the question, would he get better? Because he's not the biggest of men and, you know, he's probably not the strongest in the tackle. He's just taken his game onto the next level and he could definitely pull up some trees for me in the winter, please God. Um, but yeah, number 13, there was no other player to get in here but the Banty Conlon. Yeah, having watched this game back, I have to say, like he was the standout player on the pitch. When you look up the other end of the field, Bino and Matamo were good. There's no taking away from Kells at all. Um, but the thing about it was, James Conlon was unmarkable. And, um, you know, as you said, he did have a couple of wides, a couple of drop shorts, but, uh, you know, he, he could have easily ended up kicking 14 or 15 points from play, which is absolutely phenomenal. He got himself into position that often. And, uh, Really has matured a lot. Um, you know, he is a small in stature man, but you can see he's after bulking out a bit as well. And he is stronger in the tackle now, and he is um, uh, able to get in and win a lot of dirty ball and win his own ball as well. But phenomenal, right foot, left foot, uh, tight angles, distance. He was absolutely magnificent on the week. We're number 13, corner forward for our proactive risk control team of the week is James Conlon from St. Column Kills. We're going to move on now to the full forward position, Davy. And, you know, there was a lot of good performances at full forward over the weekend too. There was. There was some great performances over the weekend, but none more so impressive than, um, than Blackhall Gales' Alan Nestor. And, uh, you know, a guy who we, we've recently had on the podcast gave a, a smashing interview to us there over the over the lockdown period. And uh, absolutely fantastic to see him back to his brilliant best. We haven't probably seen that in, in a long, long time. But interestingly enough, I was chatting to Liam Kane on Sunday, who's, uh, I suppose he is a clubmate of, of him now. He's also a clubmate of mine. But uh, he was saying that full forward is the best position for him. And he, that's where he is at home. That's where he can do the most damage. Obviously, in recent years, when Black Hull have been struggling, he's had to play around the midfield. And, you know, he's done all right there. But I think you get the most out of Alan Nestor when he's inside. He's binging. Big and strong, but most importantly, he's accurate. Once he gets the ball in his hands and he turns, nine times out of ten, the ball's going over the bar in the net. And uh, with the likes of Tyg Brosnan now back and the Kellys who, who contributed two goals as well, probably worth mentioning them as well in the same breath for, for this position. But unfortunately, there was no one as good as Alan Nestor. You've seen the penalty. I flicked it on to you, Mickey, in the last day or two. You'd be proud of that one. It was, it was top bin, top, top bin. Yeah, it really was. It was it was a magnificent penalty, and you know, against uh, it, like that was a huge performance against uh, a Castleton side who are so mean in defence, um, and went to that uh, intermediate semi final last year, and it took a, a extra time for Nobber to get over them and make it into that final. So you know, that was a game that we did not see going that way. We did say it'd be tight, and you know, it could have been. Could have been a Castleton win or a draw or even a Blackhall Gales win, but Blackhall Gales demolished Castleton. Not too many teams do that, but helped in no small part by Alan Nestor at full forward scoring one nine. The penalty, as we said, an absolute bullet into the top corner, and uh, great to see him rolling back the years and, and, and showing uh, uh, how good of a player he is. And we're delighted that Alan Nestor makes it in there at full forward from Blackhall Gales. Completing our first team of the week, sponsored by Proactive Risk Control. Davey, wearing the number 15 jersey will be? It's the one and only Aaron Lynch from Trim, Mick. Um, what, a, what a masterclass he put on in that first half against uh, Rakeni. And two goals which really set Trim in their way. The first one came very early on when they were in cruise control. In troll, cruise control. <laughs> I need risk control to help me out with this one. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Lynchy was brilliant early on and then Rakeni came back into the game and Trim struggled for a little bit, probably 10 or 15 minutes to re-establish or reassert themselves on the game and Lynchy was again the man. You know, this one was a left foot finish, the, the other one was palmed into the net but also, you know, his, the scores he kicked from play, truly astonishing. Now, in fairness, and, and to give a word to Rakeni as well, uh, Donald Kyogen, which, to be honest with you, Lynchy would have been effing and blinding when he seen him running out to mark him in the second half. But for Aaron Lynch, that's to me, that's a compliment of, yeah. of how well he was playing at the time because he was he was doing so well on James O'Hare, who's supposed to be one of the and will be, you know, one of the top fullbacks in the county for many a year to come. But uh, you know, Donald Kyogen is Donald Kyogen, and when you see him trotting back to Mackey, in one sense you're thinking, oh Jesus, and then in the other you're probably when you sit down and have your cup of tea that night you're probably saying, Do you know what, I must be doing something all right, and and my word is he he got a point off him from play, which not many uh, not many county players can even um, boast about, but Lynchy's just integral. You heard Brendan Murphy in the interview after Mickey, you know he's he's ran out of superlatives to describe how good Aaron Lynch has been for him, um, and will continue to be hopefully. Because um, if Trimmer to win an intermediate, they will need him on song. Yeah, they definitely will. And and and, and to score two five of your team's tally of three eight uh, is no mean feat. Like, absolutely brilliant. Aaron Lynch, wonderful, wonderful player. Um, and as you said, when when Donald Kogan has to go back to mark you, it just shows you how well you're playing. And if Rakeni have to sacrifice their best player to go back and stop you and and sacrifice what what he can give you going forward, uh, Donald Kogan, so that you can stop and, 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 and have da- damage limitation from Aaron Lynch just shows you the game that he was having. So that completes our first ever Team of the Week sponsored by Proactive Risk Control and we are delighted to uh, have done that now at this stage, Davy. Davy, there's a few few um, honourable mentions, I suppose, that we should throw in. Um, Donald Lenehan from... from um, Dunboyne obviously scored 2-4 on the weekend as well. But his team did put up a huge score against Dunshockland. Um, uh, Shane O'Rourke again from Simonson, another player I thought who had a good game. You know, his point from the sideline was absolutely magnificent. Made a couple of catches towards the end of the game that were vital for Simonson as well. Matamo and Bino as well, you know, had good games from Kells. There was a few good players on Kells, but unfortunately we only could pick 15. Mm, absolutely. Keith Curtis as well was on the losing yeah. side for Rakeni. But he really led the fight up front for them, kicked six points, could have kicked another six. He he was in touch with me after it and he says, you know, the shooting was a little bit astray, but he was brilliant at times as well. You know, another player of that under 20s team. Um, Brian McGrath could have easily probably slipped in instead of his teammate at seven. But, uh, you know, we, we, were, we were probably always singing Brian's praises. And, and I think Mark Gardner, just because of the goal alone, maybe deserved it but Brian made some brilliant flurries forward in, in the first half and I think got a score for his efforts as well mm-hmm. so you know they were two two other players that stand out Brendan McKeown as I said already to you know you know Mickey scored one nine and he can't get in he, he'll be writing a strongly worded letter to, to ourselves probably in the next week or two <laughs> well indeed but as well as that now you know myself and Davey did sit down and pick this but there we did get an awful lot of, of uh, texts uh, 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 and we were talking to a lot of people that were at games and we did take their um, point of view on board as well and we are hoping that our listeners will get involved in this on a weekly basis and send in their nominations through our um, Instagram, Facebook and our Twitter social media pages and, uh, and, and, and give us the information and, and let us know what players are standing out around the county 
Davey, we're not finished yet. We have to do one more thing. And we are delighted again to say that Proactive Risk Control um, have sponsored uh, a gift voucher for our Player of the Week, which will happen every week that the football championship is on, uh, the club football championship is on in Mead uh, this year, which is absolutely fantastic. And again, we want to thank Stephen Baxter from Proactive Risk Control for enabling us to do this. So, Davey, we, we kind of narrowed it down to maybe what four players I think it was so we'll name the four players and then maybe we'll name the player of the week for round one yeah so um I think the four we we decided on eventually and and look at you know you could have given it to any of the the guys in this team because they all put in tremendous um shifts but we did say Dermot McCabe because of his performance in such a big senior game in midfield um Particularly because, as you say, Mickey, he was a little bit in and out last year and probably lacked a little bit of consistency. And it was just brilliant to see him do it in a big game, first and foremost, um, in the absence of, of Davy um, Dalton, as we said previously. So we put him in. I think the second player we decided on was James Conlon, you know, for kicking 7.7 from play and, and just been a constant thorn and menace in the Kells um, side. Alan Nestor, uh, full forward, scoring one nine that penalty and, and nine points as well. Um, you know, was the focal point for Blackhall Gales and a little bit of a surprising. You'd have to say it was it. Probably the margin was the surprising thing. Maybe the game was more of a fifty-fifty game, Mickey. But like to do what they did to Castletown, who, as you say, were beaten only in extra time by the intermediate champions last year, was a savage statement of intent. Um, and Nestor was Mark and Evan Hoy, who for me is one of the good up-and-coming fullbacks in the county. Um, to do what he did to him, you know, I think speaks volumes for his performance. And the last one I think we're going to say is, is Aaron Lynch. So we picked the three in the full forward line. Probably forwards union here, Mickey, but look, at in fairness to them, <laughs> seven points from Conlon, one nine from Nestor, two five from Lynchy. Like, <laughs> you know, there's, there's no other way around it, unfortunately. Um, Lynchy deserves to be in it as well. The full forward line scored 321 between them and then Dermot McCabe added in another four points. So um, we had 325 from those four players. But Davey, we, we can only... We probably we wouldn't, we wouldn't score 321 in the season between us, I'd say. Speak for yourself, <laughs> speak for yourself. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Davey, we can only have one proactive risk control player of the week and uh, our first ever... Proactive Risk Control Player of the Week is going to go to... It's going to Alan Nestor, Mickey, from Blackhall Gales. Um, you know, I pro- look, we, we, we debated this long and hard and we weighed it up with the pros and cons and everything like that, but just... I suppose this guy played county in 07 and 08 as a very young man, 18, 19, obviously got very sick, you know, which we've spoken to him about before, and... And it's taken him a long time to probably get back to the form which he showed 12, 13 years ago. The way he speaks about his illness, the way he looks upon life now as a whole, and the way he plays football and is back playing football. I think he's a, he's a really excellent role model, not just for people in Blackhall Gales, but anyone who goes out and plays the game. Um, and, and, you know, what a performance to boot. Um, absolutely, I think, deserved, we, we decided. Yeah, 100%. As we said, we, we named... Four or five there that could have got it, and even David O'Leary with his his um, his eight points from midfield from Kilbride could have been thrown in there as well. But in fairness, it was nearly 
you know, Alan Nestor, he's gone through so much and, and, and a lot of people may have said, you know, Alan Nestor coming back, you know, he's finished and whatever, but just go out and score one nine um against Castleton. We just think it's a massive, massive statement of intent, a massive feat for him as well to go out and do that. Uh, he's no spring chicken. You know, <laughs> but he's he's not at retirement age yet. So, um, absolutely brilliant performance from Alan Lester, and we want to thank Proactive Risk Control for sponsoring uh, uh, the gift card, which we will present to the one and only uh, Alan Nestor over the coming few days. So, Davy, I think uh, look, uh, 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 there's going to be there's going to be people who will argue uh, over different players and whatever, and, and and look, that's to be that that's to be expected and whatever. Um, but we will, you know, we want them to keep giving their nominations uh, week on week when the championship is uh, taking place. And, and I think a lot of people out there will, will agree with the picks we've made for our first ever proactive risk control team of the week. Yeah, and look, what we want is debate. So, we, you know, we're, we're welcoming people getting in touch with us and saying, you know, this fella should have been in because X, Y, and Z, and this lad should have been in and everything like that. That's what we want. And, we, you know, we want to evoke debate between clubs and players alike. And uh, it's all part and parcel of it. Look, we've picked um, 15 players from what? How many teams? 50, 50, 52, was it, that were out in the weekend between junior and intermediate and senior? Yeah. So it, it's no easy task. It, you know, what we said is we hope that players won't go out next week and go on a solo run and you know, go looking for glory at this 50 or voucher because, um, you know, if, if it is to be the same sort of scenarios and scores and everything like that, we'll have to take note. But again, it's not just about the forward. The defenders were excellent. You mentioned uh, David O'Leary and, and we've obviously put Darren McCabe in as one of the top four as well. So they're getting recognisable recognition too. So, um, you know, well well deserved. Excellent team. I wouldn't mind, you know, having that team under uh, under my belt. And a great blend of junior, intermediate and senior as well in there, I have to say. Great yeah, team. yeah, absolutely brilliant to see. And, and, and that's due to their performances on the weekends, uh, on the weekend just past. And, and the, the, the reports that we have got from games, I think we've picked a really good team of the week. Once again, we want to thank Proactive Risk Control for sponsoring our Team of the Week and Player of the Week. Proactive Risk Control for all your health and safety needs consultancy and training. They specialise in claims management, uh, risk surveying and all health and safety matters. You can contact Stephen Baxter on email at stephen at prc.ie. His mobile number is 087-412-7603 and the website is www.prc.ie. And we would urge anybody out there who, uh, uh, who needs uh, uh, this service to, you know, give Stephen a ring and, 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 and uh, you know, let him know that you are listening to the We Are Mead podcast and uh, that's where you got your recommendation from. That's it from us for this week. We are delighted to have uh, our proactive risk control team of the week out on social media now for everybody. And we want to say well done to everybody who selected for our team of the week and a huge well done to Alan Nestor. He is the proactive risk control player of the week for round one football championship. Remember, we are Meath. Why matters more.